1: Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?
1: Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey there. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris Paulette I'm one of the editors here. And with me, as always, is staff writer Josh Clark. Hey, Hi. Josh. How's it going, Chris? Doing okay. I thought we would talk about what happens when animals evolve in isolation. And basically, it starts with the theory of evolution and how we're all related.
2: Exactly, yeah. Uh, and, and like you said, you hit upon it as a theory. I think we should say that not everyone subscribes to evolution, but uh, if you're a scientist, you most likely do. Um, there are a few ways to, to go about uh, evolving, and one of them is, is through ev- evolution in isolation. Um, for that to happen, you have to go through a speciation event. And what that is, is just when one species becomes two or more species. Uh, for example, bears. You want mm-hmm. to talk about bears? Sure, we can talk about bears. Okay, well, the black bear is the parent species of the polar bear. And it makes sense if you think about it, they're bears, right? So surely all bears are related. But how did polar bears become white? Why are black bears still black? I think, uh, evolutionary biologists tend to believe that it was because of a peripatric speciation event. And peripatric speciation occurs when, um, a species becomes so spread out geographically that members in different areas are, are living in different environments, undergoing different experiences. <laughs> so the black bear up north, uh, had a fur coat that stood out like a sore thumb against the, uh, the white landscape, the snow-covered landscape. So they evolved to be white. Uh, that's not enough. That doesn't cover speciation entirely. Uh, for speciation to be complete, you have to go through reproductive isolation. And this just means where the members of the species no longer can produce offspring. It can be because they develop different genitalia. It can be because they've developed different times of the year to mate, different locations to mate in. Uh, either way, if reproductive isolation occurs, a speciation event has taken place.
1: Okay. Um, so basically they just have to, uh, they just have to be different enough where they're no longer able to reproduce with one another and then gradually, you know, become a different species altogether. That's exactly
2: right. And there's also some other really interesting aspects to, uh, evolution. One of them I know you know a lot about, and that's the evolutionary
1: bottleneck, right? That's true. Uh, this is when a group gets completely, or I guess nearly completely cut off, uh, from the main group. Uh, so, you know, they are reproducing only with one another. Um, it's, it's like a bottleneck if you think like a soda bottle. Um, but, uh, you know, that can cause some problems because if there's a genetic defect, uh, it can be passed down from generation to generation. Uh, you, um, mentioned in the article, uh, a group of Amish people in Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. who, uh, who had, uh, smaller than, had a trait for smaller than normal brains, microencephaly. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, that can be fatal. So obviously, uh, you know, in this case, this very small group of people, uh, having that trait be passed down, it was, uh, was fatal to that group. Not a desired trait either. No, definitely not. But you know, Josh, uh, one of the other um, examples that you used in the article that I thought was really cool was the iguanas that uh, were displaced by Hurricane Marilyn. Yes. Um and that that's sort of an evolutionary bottleneck, and it's also an example of a, a different kind of uh, speciation, uh, allopatric, which is you know they're cut off by a geographical boundary. In this case, they're on an island separated by you know the the main group by water, mm-hmm. and these these the small group of iguanas uh, floated from Guadeloupe to Anguilla, um, and I think that's I think that's really cool because you know it's uh, a completely scientific study. There are no or there were no uh, iguanas on Anguilla before this happens. So it, it's gonna, a completely natural experiment. Right, right. You know, they, it wasn't forced. Um, they just happened to notice that the, the, these uh, iguanas are going to go there. And so they found out, uh, we're going to find out if uh, there will be a bottleneck. And also the island rule, um, which is... Funny that this is an island, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the island rule would give them a chance to see if uh, these iguanas will grow larger or smaller as a result of being cut off from the main genetic body of iguanas. Yeah. Um, so it's going give, to uh, give scientists a chance to see evolution up close and personal, as it were.
2: Ironically, it was a gift from God to conduct a uh, natural experiment on evolution. There you go. Well, you can read all about this and what happens when animals evolve in isolation on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com.
0: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just 49 dollars Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have.